Hey, let's give it up for God. Come on, somebody. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, turn and give somebody, give somebody a high five. Tell them you look manly. Hey, Amen. We're excited about tonight, and it's cool. Uh, we're being joined by a group of guys in uh, Idaho, and so everybody just give them a hand because they're, they're doing video link. And, and, uh, uh, and, and I just want to jump in. I have a word for you. And um, I, I know that a lot of you guys, you know, you probably didn't come prepared. And I, it makes me wonder what in the world's wrong with you. But that's okay. That's just how I look at you. That uh, uh, I hope that you can wrap your brain around some of this stuff. Because, I, you know, there are moments when God, God's talking and I don't know who he's talking to. You know, but I know that out there somewhere this is going to be for somebody. And then there's moments when God's talking and it's, it's obvious because it's us, right? It, it's us. Yeah, I, I mean, you, you understand the little difference there that sometimes there's people that, uh, hey, maybe we're going to carry this out. Uh, and, uh, you know, what, one, of the, one of the things that, uh, that is important is that we, that, that we gain knowledge to help others. But sometimes, you know, it's, it's like direct, it's direct link. And I know that this is like direct link. I know God's been really, he's just been speaking really clear today. And, and uh, you know, I had several books, and, and I'd, I'd put stuff together, and then I'd be in a different room, and God would say something, I'd go write it down, so i come it's a little discombudled. But I, this, is, this, is, this is for us. And so I, I just want to challenge you, man, just, just get open and get ready, okay? Because this, this is, uh, 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 you know, not only are we a band of brothers, but this is Fight Club, right? Not Girl Scouts, Right? And uh, uh, so the, the purpose is for us to grow. The purpose is for us to, to elevate, to, to reach down and pull somebody up and to reach up and keep climbing and, and to refuse to settle for where we're at. See, I, I'm thankful that God loves me right where I am, but I, I'm grateful that he loves me too much to let me stay here, right? And, and, you know, every one of us can look back and see where we've come from and know that God is doing a work in us. Okay? And, and the Bible says that he who began a good work in you, he hasn't stopped. He's going to continue. And, and, he, and he ain't going to stop. And the, the, the deal is, is that sometimes you and I, we take like these vacation breaks. And we, you know, we settle in and, and we, we get all comfortable. And, and uh, you know, it's kind of like Abram's daddy. You know, I was telling the guys uh, at, at Power Lunch, the Abram's father, you know, uh, that he left the Ur of Chaldees on his way to Canaan, but he, but he settled in Haran. And, and the, the record of him in the Bible is that he lived 205 years and then he died. And, the, you know, what a, great, what a great thing to leave behind. That's, that's what your life amounts to. You, you lived 205 years and then you died. Well, that sucks because nothing else happened. You just took up space for 205 years. And, and the deal is, is that he, he had the same instruction that Abram received. And, 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 you know, yeah, can God raise up an Abram to come in behind you and finish it up? Yeah, but should he, should he need to? And, and the, the reality is, is that you and I, we're not going to let somebody else finish our course. Amen? And, and uh, uh, you know, in Fight Club, you know, it, it's really, it's not about the fight. And it's not really about the club. It's, a, it's about the men. 
It's, it's about the team. It's about the individuals that, that God's working on. And, uh, and I want to I talk for just a little bit. You know, there's, a, there's some stories in 2 Samuel and uh, Chronicles, and you, you can get scriptures and read it later. But uh, uh, most of you are familiar with the mighty men that David had. And we've heard lots of messages on the mighty men that David had. And I'm not going to spend a ton of time talking about their, uh, you know, their, their, their great feats of strength or the amazing uh, stories about them. But, but I want to mention them here because uh, I, I want us to see them from a different perspective. And, and it says, uh, there's a verse that says, These are the names of the mighty men whom David had, Adino, Eleazar, and Shammah. And, and, and down about seven more verses, it says, Abishai was made a captain, howbeit he attained not unto the first three. How, he was a captain. He, okay, all of them, the whole group, the whole group of David's mighty men, all of them were mighty men. They were all mighty men, but, but the Bible rates them. And, you know, and, and it starts, you know, putting them in different categories. But you and I need to understand something that the whole group, they're all mighty. And us, in comparison to them, we're Girl Scouts, okay? These guys are bad to the bone. They, are, they, they ain't messing around, you know. Whatever you do, do not picture David, you know, with curly hair sitting out under a palm tree playing a harp, you know, while he's wearing a skirt. There's blood all over his guitar. He's bad to the bone, okay? And, and, and these, guys are, these guys are warriors, and, and they know what's going on. But uh, Abishai, he, he made it the captain, howbeit he attained not unto the first three. And, and uh, uh, you know, they all had great feats of strength. They all had amazing exploits. They all had uh, incredible displays of courage. They were mighty, they, they, but they were rated, and they were broken into groups. And, and uh, uh, you know, and, and you got to ask yourself a couple questions. Okay, what, why was this even written? It wasn't written just to impress us. It wasn't written just so that the Bible would be a little bit more, you know, exciting at moments. There's a spiritual component in here that you and I need to get to, and, and, it's, and, and I want to point out that he's, he's addressing different categories of greatness, spiritual greatness, different categories of spiritual greatness. They were almighty, some were captains, but even the captains attained not to the first three, and some of them weren't even captains, but they were, they were almighty. They were almighty men. Some of them were third-rate mighty men, but they were mighty men. And, and, the, and the deal is, is that, you know, even Paul encouraged Timothy. He basically said, you know, uh, he said, don't be a third-rate servant of God, but attain that first position. Don't get comfortable with anything less than outstanding. Man, I want to challenge you guys that you, not, that you not get comfortable with anything less than outstanding. That you be all that God has called you to be. Do not settle for saved. Press towards the call. Man, don't, don't well, I, well, I'm born again. Dude, that's the first step of an, of an incredible journey. But you don't just settle in and buy your T-shirt and get a bumper sticker and, and then hope to God that someday, you, you know, you die quickly. No, no, you, you want to take this life that God's blessed you with, and you want to, you want to just humiliate hell with it every day. And, and in Mark 10, you know, a guy came to Jesus, and he said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus didn't tell him he couldn't, but if you go read it and study it, you find out what he told him is, dude, there's, there's actually more. There's more to attain than just your conversion, it's one, you know, we're happy that you're born again. I'm glad that you've been converted, but there's life beyond conversion. 
And, you know, and that's what this, this process that we're engaging in, that's what this, this, this endeavor is to do, is to get us to elevate so that, we're, man, there's something beyond being saved. Hello, somebody. And, and I think we ought to be thanking God that there is a, a, a better place, a better position where we can literally become uh, more valuable in his sight for his purposes. I figured that wouldn't get a great response because you're going, well, wait a minute, I'm just as valuable as the next guy. Listen, if you're a bump on the log, we're glad you're on the log. But you're not more valuable until you start fulfilling the purpose that God has in your life. And, and, and it's not to us, it's not to the church, but it's to him. Hello, somebody. You know, and, and, and the, fact that, the fact that you were born then there's a purpose. There, and there, there's the fact that you got saved, there's a call. The, the, the fact that you're in the church means that you, you should be equipped. But to be equipped, you got to be present. And a lot of times, a lot of times we're in the room, but we ain't even present. And, and, and you know, the reality is, is that uh, we have the right to attain greatness in the kingdom of God. Does that not do anything for you? I mean, dude, that just kind of gets me pumping because I realize that, hey, I have the right to attain a greater level of value, a greater level of effectiveness for the kingdom of God. So I'm not going to settle for anything less than outstanding. I'm, I want you to look at somebody and tell them I'm on my way to outstanding. You know, think about some of the, some of the things that these guys did. One of them went into a pit on a snowy day, killed a lion. You know, that's a, that's a good challenge. You know, uh, uh, another one battled against fierce giants, you know, and, and took them out single-handedly. That's, that's, that's take some courage. Uh, Adino slew 300 Philistines single-handedly. That's okay. You know, Eleazar stood in, in the midst of, of a patch of barley and fought out the Philistines, uh, and that was after all the other guys left. Everybody else packed up and left, and he stood there and fought for the barley patch. And, and Shama, he did it too, only he did it in a pea patch. And, you know, and, and think about it. We don't even know. There's no record that he ever ate peas. He, he didn't do it because he, his great love for peas. He did it because there's an enemy trying to take ground that isn't his to take. See, I, I just want to point out that it's not what they did that separated them. But it's why they did it. Man, it, it, it's the why that, that, that's got to rise up inside of us. It's not, it's not what you do. Where, it's, not, it's not where you're doing it. But it's, it's why. It, and, and there's a purpose and there's a plan that, that is bigger than us. And, and the first thing you got to see, see, I just want you to get this, that, man, those, those, uh, those were incredible things. But, you know, you know, taking out a giant is impressive. But, you know, David did it with the sling and a rock and it was one rock. You know, uh, uh, the dude goes into a pit on a snowy day and kills a lion. Okay, that's impressive, but that's a moment in time. You know, so what, do you do, what do you do when, the, when, when it's wave after wave after wave of attack? You know, what, what do you do when it doesn't last for a couple of hours, but it goes on for months, and you got to stand your ground? Man, I'm, I'm telling you, there's, there's people in the room that have, that have, you know, looked the devil in the face and spit. And I'm telling you, there, there's something about that attitude that needs to kind of be stirred up a little bit in us and rise up. And, and we need to recognize what it is that actually separated these guys and how they rate 
you know, uh, how, how, did they, how did they get to be mighty men? And one of the first things that I notice when I read this is that uh, they, they recognized God's purpose was being opposed. Man, there's something in, in here that if you can see it, and I hope that you can see it, that the purposes of God for, for your house, man, I'm talking about your house, at your address, you know, not, not just at the church, but at your house, at your school, at your business, in your city. The purpose of God is being opposed. And, and, and these guys, man, there was something in them that, that, that they chose to see. They chose to see it. They chose to recognize it. They chose to look at it. They, they, went, they refused to ignore it. They chose to see what all the other guys chose to overlook. And they, they looked at the fact that there's an enemy force that's trying to tear down the strength of, of, of a Bible-based family. They looked at the reality that there is a power that's trying to, to ruin people and destroy people. They looked at the fact that there's opposing forces to God's purpose and plan for every man, woman, boy, and girl in our community. And they refused to just ignore that and act like it didn't matter. See, and that's what you and I have got to get. We've got to get eyes that's willing to look at this thing and realize the enemy's trying to take ground that doesn't belong to him. Hello? You know, it, and it, it ought to just drive you nuts, man, to, to, to know that, uh, hey, if, if I'm not careful, I'm going to be categorized with the overlookers. You know, I, I, I won't even recognize the fact that the enemy is trying to, to, to dismantle the, the, the mindset of a believer through technology. And I'm not telling you that you, you, you can't, you shouldn't go do Matter of fact, most of the time, most of the time, when we, when we talk about weaknesses and stuff that's killing us, and, you know, in church we call it sin. And, you know, you think about sin, and most of the time you think about sin as the stuff that you're doing that you shouldn't be doing, you know, because that's what we do at church. We categorize sins, and then we, you know, and don't do that, and don't do that, and don't go there, and don't think that, and don't go that. Man, I'm going to tell you something. The stuff you're doing isn't really the stuff that's hurting you. It's the things that you're not doing that you could be doing that would make a radical difference in your life. That's what's sucking the life out of you. And, and, and we got to be, we, we gotta be uh, you know, like revived. We got to be resuscitated. We got to get our eyes open and see what other people are willing to overlook. Man, there's things in your life that you need to take a hard look at. And you need to see it because God's working. And he's positioning you for breakthrough, for healing, for prosperity. But you got to see it. You can't be overlooking these stupid little things. Man, I'm going to tell you something. If you got a money management problem, you don't be overlooking that. You need to see it because the enemy's trying to, to sabotage your, your ability to embrace the future that God's leading you into. You know, God says, I have a plan to prosper you, a plan to give you hope and a future. But a lot of times he can't take his people into the future he has planned because they can't stink and afford it. They've made so many stupid decisions along the way that he couldn't even get, he couldn't take them to the spot he wants them to be in because everything he's ever blessed them with, they spend it on something else. You know, you need, to, you, need to have the, you need to have a burning desire to begin to see what the enemy's doing, the ground that he's taking that doesn't belong to him. You, you, you gotta have eyes to see. Look at somebody say, come on, man, open up your eyes. Tell you something else I think that made these guys stand out. You know, as I studied it and prayed about it and talked to God about it, it just kind of leaps off the page at me, but it, it, it's their sense of responsibility. 
Man, these guys had a sense of responsibility that was over the stinking top. And, and you want to know what's interesting is you never find them needing encouragement. You never need them in a position where they have to have something said to them. Good job. You're not going to find it on them. You, you, don't, you never find, you, you're not one time do you hear David urge them on. quiet in this Presbyterian church. They took their own initiative. They owned responsibility. They said, what matters to God matters to me, even if everything I do doesn't matter to anybody else. They took responsibility. I bring it down to myself. The others have left, but here's the enemy. I'll stand and fight. I own this thing. I own this thing. You know, there's a difference between the, in, the, in the mindset of a servant and, and the mind servant or, 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 the, or the mindset of a son, you know, a, an owner. You know, uh, listen, if you're a third-rate mighty man, you probably ought not, like, start your own business. Because is, is there not a different mindset in the mind of an owner than there is in the mind of an employee? And every employee goes, yep, you wouldn't have a clue until you've owned a business. You couldn't possibly know. Because you, you know, hey, on payday, you know what you do? You, you get your hand out, right? Yeah, I want my check. Where the other guy on payday, he's in the office praying to God these checks don't bounce. You know, he's carrying a different weight. An owner, man, I'm telling you something. An owner sees things that, that, a, that, that a renter, that, that, that a servant, see, a servant does exactly what he's told. Not a lot more, not a lot less. But an owner, these guys had the mindset of an owner. And it's as if the entire responsibility of the matter rested on them and them alone, and they're fine with that. You never hear them complaining. You, you don't hear them, you, you know, tearing everybody else down because they left. No, they just stood there and fought. And, 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 and it's in there as a matter of record. There's no reward for it. It's just the reality. See, I, 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 think, uh, uh, I, I think somebody, uh, you know, okay, let me put it this way. If you want to stand out from the crowd, then you ought not be standing with the crowd. Because the only guy that stands out in a crowd, I mean, this is fight club, so you're going to stand out in the crowd? You, you're probably wearing leotards. You know, you got to stand out from the crowd. You know, these, these guys, these guys weren't a part of the group. They were leaders in the group. And, and they owned it. They, 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 I'm telling you, they owned it. They, they had a, a level of responsibility on them that, that was just amazing. And Paul, Paul even wrote, think about it, at the end of his life, he, he, he said, everybody's gone. He's gone. They're gone. Only Luke remains. It wasn't a complaint. It was just a report. But I will finish the course. Man, think about it. Everybody's taken off. Everybody's out of here. But he's got this sense of responsibility. You know, his, his level of faithfulness, these, these mighty men, their, their level of faithfulness, man, it, it, didn't, it, it wasn't bordered by their arena of, of uh, you know, 
that, uh, of their, you know, their responsibility didn't start here and stop there. No, it, it, was for, it, was for their, it was for their people. It was for their nation. You know, a lot of times we, we feel like we're very responsible individuals. Yeah, over our area. But that stuff over there, that's not my job. You know, let, let me tell you what's going to separate the mighty man. It's not, it's not when you're pulling on the campus at church and you're thinking, well, I'm not scheduled to serve this week. No, you're pulling on the, on, on the campus thinking, I'll find a place where I'm needed. You know, I'm going to carry weight. Why? Because it's a responsibility. You know, it's one of the things that all of us love about Craig is that you look around and, you know, he'll be, he'll be pushing a broom or something. You know, it's one of the things that I love about Stephen is, I just got to tell you this, and, you know, yeah, he's my son, but there ain't a reward here. It's just a report, okay? But the fact is, is that nobody works harder than he does. And, you know, what is that? Responsibility. It It doesn't start an hour before service and end 15 minutes after. Yeah, and, and, and your responsibility, the, the, man, it, it goes home with you. It goes to work with you. It goes to school with you. It, it, it goes to the store with you. Because you know my life's making a difference everywhere. And, and I'm going to use that thing. And, and, and I'm going to tell you something else that they had. They had, they had a, 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 a stamina over and over, it talks about about him. Uh, you know, and his hand. Uh, you know, makes these statements like his hand clave into the sword until his hand was weary. You know what that statement means? It means that that even when he wanted to let go, he wouldn't. Even when he got tired, even even when he, he, he even when he was weary, he was committed to the end. You know, a lot of guys have started a lot of stuff, but they leave unfinished crap everywhere they go. And their lives are marked by things that are unfinished. They've got a good spirit, just no carry through. And when the price goes up or things get dangerous, then they, you know, kind of slacken their hand and they lay down their sword. Well, that ain't going to cut it to live at the level I believe that God's calling you to. See, I, I think, I, I think that your faithfulness has to increase, not maintain something, right? That, that when you're faithful, that what God puts you gets bigger, it gets stronger, it develops. You don't, you don't just protect it. You don't just guard it. You don't just maintain it. And the life that God's given us and the opportunity that we have as we, as we go into this journey, this adventure together, is to spur one another on. Let me tell you something about their accountability, man. You, you know, they're men. And they go, and you read those chapters, and you realize, man, these guys went through some stuff. But, you, you know, the, the fact is, is that they're holding each other accountable. They're, they're spurring each other on. You know, and, and in this process, you're going to be asked to let some other men challenge you. And that's kind of crazy for a bunch of guys who don't like anybody telling them what to do. You know, well, this seems stupid. Well, then it's fitted just for you. You know, some, some, of, this, some of this journey, you know, there, there, there are issues that we're going to deal with that, 
uh, things in us that come to the surface. And you, you, need to, you, you need to license some of the men around you to speak into you and say, just don't quit. Just don't quit. Man, and, and, and if you lay the sword down, you know what we're going to do? We're going to come back at a later date and say, okay, pick it up. Let's go. Let's do this thing again. But I'm going, to tell, I'm going to tell every guy in the room and those guys that are in Idaho that the only way to lose here is to quit. It's the only way. You know, uh, uh, the fact is, is that if you'll just, man, see what others are willing to overlook. Man, just, just see, just recognize, man, the enemy's trying to take ground. It's not his to take. Get a backbone. Let, let, let's, let's kick this sucker right in the crotch, man. Let's demonstrate Satan's defeat together. And let's be the men that God's called us to be. And let's make sure that it gets way, way beyond Fight Club. That it permeates the halls of our church. That it, that it saturates the, the living room and the bedroom of your house. That it, that it goes to work with you. That it gets carried to, to the schools with us. That it, that it out on the streets. That there's something, there's something different. Because the fact is, is that uh, David didn't elevate these guys either. It was all in the decisions they made. You know, he was a captain, but he attained not. But see, uh, here, here's the deal, is that you and I can attain. Paul put it this way. He said that Paul, you know, he, he's a pretty radical cat. And he said, I have not yet attained, but this is the thing I do. I let go of that past. And I press, I put all my energy to bear on this one thing. And that's what we're challenging you to do tonight. As, as, as you launch, when you, when you say, oh, you know what, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. Uh, I'm going to join the club. I'm going to get in the fight. I mean, realize that, it, that it's... it's, it's it's kind of like a grow group, but it's way bigger than that. It's, it's a lifestyle that we're going to live every single day of our life in victory. And we're going to take as many people with us across that, you know, across that line that we can. And if we have to, we'll drag them, right? We'll do whatever we got to do, but we will be the mighty men God's called us to be. Amen? Come on, give the Lord a shout. I, I want to pray for you guys, and, and then, then I'm going to introduce one of the mighty men of the house, okay? But Father, I just pray for these men tonight. God, I thank you that you're doing a work in us, through us, for us, amongst us, and by us. And Father, I know that there are things, areas of our life, that each and every one of us, where we need to look at it, we need to see what we've been willing to overlook. And God, I pray for these men that in those areas of their life that the, uh, well, we'll pray it this way, that the eyes of our understanding might be enlightened, that we might know the hope of our calling in Christ Jesus. God, I just thank you that this is going to be an amazing time of growth, increase. We're going to be renewed, restored, refreshed, and revived. In Jesus' name, amen.